Taoyuan General Hospital will resume normal operations on Wednesday as test results for all its staff have returned negative for the coronavirus. The hospital had been the epicenter of Taiwan's biggest cluster infection, tallying 21 COVID infections and one death. On Wednesday, Health Minister Chen Shizhong outlined some measures the government would take to better manage cluster infections in the future. One is to digitize medical records so that they can be more easily accessed should the staff in charge of them be put in isolation. The second is a contact tracing mobile app that alerts the user if they have been in contact with anyone infected with COVID. Chen said the staff at Taoyuan General Hospital has been encouraged to try out the app while assuring them that their personal information will be secure. Disinfection work is underway at public schools all over Taiwan ahead of the start of the spring semester. Originally, classes at the high school level and below had been scheduled to restart on February 18th. But amid COVID-19 concerns, that was pushed back four days to February 22nd to give schools time to sanitize their grounds. The drains, the grass, the whole playground is thoroughly sprayed with disinfectant as staff leave no surface untouched. Once the school's exterior is completed, it's time for the interior. Originally, classes had been set to resume on February 18th for students at the high school level and under. But that date was pushed back to February 22nd amid COVID concerns. Schools are making use of these four additional days to get their facilities completely sanitised. Once each room is done, a sign is hung from the doorknob to keep people out until classes start. We've made preparations for the start of the new term. We hope that by disinfecting common areas and classrooms, students can be at ease and in a safe environment after classes resume. Over in Taichung, Mayor Lu Xiaoyan visited Huilai Elementary School in the city's Xitun district to oversee the disinfection work. Every nook and cranny students might get their hands on is sprayed with disinfectant. The school's toilets also get a thorough sweep with the spray gun. We are using this time to completely disinfect and sanitize Taichung's 386 municipal schools. Taiwan's 4,346 schools at the high school level and below are disinfecting their buildings and grounds ahead of the spring term, giving students and parents peace of mind. Several vessels from Taiwan's Coast Guard now bear the word Taiwan on their livery to prevent other countries from confusing them with Chinese ships. The move comes after China passed legislation that authorizes its Coast Guard to open fire on foreign ships that refuse to cooperate when intercepted in Chinese waters. The presidential office says the relabeling process was instructed by President Tsai amid rising cross-strait tensions. Soon, the 100-plus vessels of the Taiwan Coast Guard will all be emblazoned with the word Taiwan on their hulls. Stricter water rationing will be implemented for areas in central and southern Taiwan amid a severe water shortage that doesn't seem too close to ending. Alerts will be heightened to orange in Jiayi and Tainan starting February 25th, where industrial users will use will see their water supply cut by 7%. Meanwhile, industrial users in Xinju, Miaoli and Taichung will get an even tougher cut of 11%. 
二月二十五号开始调整桃嘉义及台南。Right after the holidays, economics ministry officials held a drought response meeting on Wednesday. They were pessimistic about the water supply in Taiwan. Starting on February 25th, the government will raise the alert levels in Jiayi and Tainan to orange, and in Jianghua, Yunlin, Nanto, and Gaosheng to yellow. Further restrictions will be placed on water destined for industrial uses. Industry users in Xinzhou, Miaoli, and Taichung will see bigger cuts to the water supplies of 11%, a change from the current 7%. Water conservation measures will also be implemented in Jiayi and Tainan, with cuts in supply of 7% for industrial users and 10% for non-industrial users. The Ministry of Economic Affairs is toughening its water rationing measures, with cuts of up to 11% for industrial users. Will the restrictions have an impact on their operations? If we have no way of reaching these goals, the Taiwan Water Corporation will dispatch staff to implement controls on water meters to cap water usage. They won't seal off the water pipes completely. It's just a way to enforce how much water can be fed through. Over the Lunar New Year, there was a little bit of rain, but it was only about 20 to 40 millimeters. Although that was of some help, it wasn't enough to bring the drought to an end. So we are going to have to continue rolling out response measures. A front has moved south, bringing wet and cold weather to areas of northern Taiwan. But in Xinjiu, Miaoli, and central Taiwan, water shortages are as severe as ever. In an attempt to alleviate the situation, the ministry has conducted cloud seeding. Whether it will help address the situation remains to be seen. The DPP's Kaohsiung Mayor Chen Qimai on Wednesday announced that he'll scrap a controversial project for a love Ferris wheel that former KMT Mayor Han Guoyu had envisioned for the area. The decision is part of Chen's plans to redevelop the city's harbor. The Asia New Bay Area will feature technologies used in innovative ways in hopes of creating more commercial opportunities in the port city. As Gaosheng Mayor Han had hopped in a chopper to inspect land use in Gaosheng Harbor, where the controversial Love Ferris wheel was to be erected, the project has now been axed by the new administration. The Asia New Bay Area 2.0 will stretch from Pier 1 to Pier 22. Some of the historical elements will be preserved, while it will include some trendy infrastructure. The mayor said Pier 1 to 22 at the harbour will be part of the Asia New Bay Area 2.0 project. Under the Han administration, the Gaosheng Economic Development Bureau had selected an industrial plot in the area as the location for a Ferris wheel. The plan failed to take off, however, with Han saying that the central government had been creating obstacles that stalled progress on the project. If the central government doesn't give Gaosheng money, they should at least give me policies. If they don't give me policies, then give me your blessings. And now they're not giving money, not giving policies, and not giving blessings. They are snubbing me every day. I hope that the Asia New Bay area as a whole can develop into prime real estate for economic activity, especially the Penglai Harbour area, because it's essentially the shopfront of Gaosheng Harbour for the ships that sail in. Even from an aerial view, overall, it's at the core of the Asia New Bay area. The Gaosheng city government is planning to restructure the area and create a new innovative shopfront for the port, Sands Ferris Wheel. 
Have you ever had a pink hot pot, or how about a matcha soup? One Kaohsiung hot pot restaurant is offering soups that seem like they were picked from a drink shop menu. The restaurant hopes its sweet creations will be a hit with younger customers. Taiwan's drinks industry is legendary, but this store has taken it to a whole new level. Green matcha milk or pink strawberry. This Kaohsiung hot pot store has a new line of recipes inspired by drinks flavors. This dreamy pink concoction contains fresh pieces of strawberry, a delight for the eyes as well as the taste buds. I'm eating real strawberries. The strawberry flavor is really powerful, and there's the milky soup. It's sweet and sour. It's delicious. French cream plus Italian white sauce paired with fresh seasonal strawberries. The taste is very rich. This one has a rich milky base with special flavoring and a generous helping of apple chunks. The pot gives off a delicious fruity scent. And these little toffees, so popular with kids, are paired with cheese for a hot pot like no other. It's a milk hot pot with milk toffee. The milk taste is very strong. Matcha used to be a drink. Now they've put it in the hot pot as a soup base. It's very special. I thought it would be very sweet, but it's not. A hot pot of pink or green might give you a double take, but younger customers love the effect. You can pour in a bottle of milk to top up the pot, and there are even fortune tellers on hand to entertain you after your meal. Two major industry leaders on Wednesday spoke with optimism about Taiwan's economic growth in 2021. Bank of Taiwan Chairman Joseph Liu said Taiwan's GDP growth will reach 4%. Acer founder Stan Shi also echoed what Liu said, asserting that Taiwan's economic growth will be rapid this year, especially after the pandemic eases and international tourism resumes. The Bank of Taiwan kicked off its first day of work with a performance from the Zhongyi Elementary School String Orchestra. The bank's chairman personally handed out festive paper trinkets and tangerines, and he was positive about Taiwan's economic outlook. As we entered the summer vacation last year, we felt the entire economy was warming up. It was like the warmth you feel when the sun is rising. Liu is optimistic. Over 2020, many Taiwanese firms based abroad returned to invest in Taiwan. There was also a growth in orders transferred from China to Taiwan. That, along with solid consumption, has put preliminary estimates for 2020's GDP growth at 2.98%. The chairman of the Bank of Taiwan says Taiwan's economy could grow even more in 2021 by 4%. I am optimistic about Taiwan's economic growth this year. I think this good economic climate will be the result of everyone's joint efforts. In our internal management targets at the Bank of Taiwan, we are working with an economic growth rate of 4%. Asa founder Stan Sher and his wife offered the public New Year's greetings in a video message. Looking at the economy in the year ahead, Sher was also confident. Our GDP growth should be the highest in the world. In the ICT sector, demand has remained unaffected. If anything, it's even grown, propelling this economic growth. This year, we should also see growth as well. Sher also voiced hope that the pandemic could soon come to its end. He said in the second half of this year to next year, the globe will see a resumption in tourism, causing an economic boom fueled by tourism and technology. 
In the second half of this year or next year, there will be many tourists. The first thing we need to manage is integrating technology and culture. In recent years, Acer has aggressively pursued smart medical care technologies, such as ophthalmic diagnostic software powered by AI. The company believes that digital medical treatments in the future will create new opportunities for growth. With Taiwan already having been noticed from the world for its COVID defences, it looks like another chance to shine could be just around the corner. Mask fashions are taking off. A manufacturer in Zhanghua offers tailor-made masks that can be produced for any organization. Even if you only want a small number, you can get your squad kitted out in style. This is a special mask created for Taichung's Dajia Zhenlan Temple by a Zhanghua manufacturer with a cute Mazu goddess pattern. This mask is covered in little firefighters, revealing immediately its intended demographic. From government agencies to private companies, there's an exclusive mask for everyone. We receive commissions from clients, and they can all be made to order and printed in small quantities. The flower pattern line is a fashion statement and also boasts a carefully designed texture. This stuff is exactly the same as high-grade fabrics, or maybe even better than standards of clothing. That's what's special about this line. It's the best accessory that can go with any piece of clothing. Pulling out his inspection certificates, the manufacturer shows how the customized masks are not just pretty, they're also certified to contain no harmful chemical substances. In this market, consumers have many doubts, such as whether colored masks like these contain harmful substances. In fact, ours contain none. Free from aldehydes, our masks contain none of these. The crucial part of the medical-grade mask is its inner layer. The electrostatic melt-blown fabric provides the user with even more protection. We completely rely on this layer of melt-blown fabric in the middle to block microbes. Last year, when the pandemic first took off, we invested in two melt-blown fabric machines. They can produce up to 100 tons of fabric a month to meet market demand. The National Face Mask Squad continues to innovate and enhance its offerings. Now any organization can get masks that are made just for the team. You may have walked across the Sanxiantai Arch Bridge, but have you ever seen the sea scallops living beneath it? Officials at the East Coast National Scenic Area have discovered a surprise cornucopia of ocean life on the reefs of Taidong. If you want to see the wonders firsthand, it's time for a diving holiday. A turtle with its heavy shell clambers out of a crack in the reef. An array of colorful fish swims past. This peach-colored scallop is impossible to miss. Here in the Sanxiantai area in Taidong, the famous arch bridge stretches out above, while this secret wonderland unfolds below. We realize there are some quite large reefs, vertical ones, with lots of scallops on them. Both the number of scallops and their size, many of them are over a meter long, so that's something really fantastic. Since 2016, surveys have been conducted across the East Coast by the East Coast National Scenic Area Administration. They found astonishing numbers of fish and sea slugs around Sanxiantai, as well as a large amount of soft coral. Scallops were once thought to be exclusive to Orchid Island, but in fact, they're bigger and more numerous here, offering great riches for divers. 
The diving spots here are all quite advanced. You need a boat to reach them. The currents here are also quite chaotic, so you need to be taken by a professional diver. We would not recommend that normal members of the public just go there by themselves. The administration is, however, offering divers a chance to visit the site early and designing more undersea tourism opportunities. Such trips will be an education in ocean regeneration as well as a delight for the senses. Meanwhile, in Chenggong Township, Taidong, you can visit the country's sweetest bus stop. But we don't mean just cute like a baby panda. No, these bus stops are really sweet. If you've ever wondered what it's like to hang out on the inside of a pineapple, you're about to find out. Have you ever seen someone so excited to be waiting at the bus stop? This is Taiwan's one and only bus stop shaped like a mandarin orange, with a bright orange shell and green leaf on top. Here on Meishan Road in Taidong's Chenggong Township sits the unique stop. Inside, even the floor is patterned like the flesh of a mandarin. It's a great advert for the local specialty, citrus tankin. This lady at the nearby fruit stall told us many visitors come here to snap photos with the bus stop. But the Mandarin is not the only attraction. Here on Ba Ong Road sits another creative stop. Yes, it's a pineapple, another local delicacy. This local representative told us how the stops were designed to respond to the needs of local elders. When it's rainy and windy, sitting in the open air is not much fun. So I thought it would work to make a bus stop, but I wanted to incorporate local produce. Suddenly, I thought of how Bao Long is a kind of pineapple. If we had a pineapple stop, perhaps it could also boost the local industry. The mandarin and pineapple are a sweet design in more ways than one. A shelter from the storm and a celebration of local bounty. What more could you want? Sichuan province in China is known for its fantastic spicy cuisine. One family restaurant in Taipei offers Sichuan cooking more authentic than most. With lots of family connections to the province, they make extra spicy dishes for chili lovers. Spicy Sichuan poached fish is a real pick-me-up. Here, a John Dory fish soaks up the numbing spicy soup. What's special is the extra konjac added by Chef Zhu Rongkun's sister-in-law. It's a specialty where she grew up in Sichuan. Pishen and Taiwanese bean pastes are mixed with Chinese medicinal herbs to give a mellow spicy paste. Chicken stock joins the mixture and it's time to add the konjac. The fish is poached in the spicy soup and garnished with generous handfuls of dried chilies, then drenched in oil for a truly mouth-watering dish. My sister-in-law is from Sichuan. She likes doing konjac, and we found they go well together. We make the chili oil ourselves. It has to simmer for four hours. They also do braised pork rice, spicy style, adding a pepper sauce flavored with medicinal herbs, the invention of the owner's son. My son is quite sensitive about food. He likes eating that sauce. So my wife makes it for him, and we realize they go well together. And Ju also makes his own noodles, with a recipe he learned in Sichuan while he was running a clothing factory. I was going all over the place in Sichuan and I made a lot of friends. I said I wanted to study Sichuan cooking and someone offered to teach me. After retirement, Zhu and his wife brought the culinary secrets of their Sichuan teacher back home for spice lovers in Taipei.